0: maracas skulls they had them at guitar center red white and blue okay i'm anyway well hey there beautiful listeners welcome back inside the sound this is michael this is ryan and we are uh we're quite pleased to have a very special guest joining us today uh would you please care to introduce yourself to our beautiful listeners
1: Hi everybody, John Demena, uh, guitarist and singer, rock guitarist and singers, and then you told me to also introduce, you know, myself, like with beautiful words to your beautiful listeners. So I want to say, bienvenidos a la casa del rock, because we're a la casa know, del rock, uh, in the house Can of rock. So, yeah. Aquí
2: estamos.
1: Aquí estamos. So thanks so much. Estamos aquí.
0: <laughs> yeah, hell yeah, man. Welcome. Really stoked to have you here.
1: Thank you so much for having me it's a it's a real um honor and then you know i just was looking forward to it so thanks so much for having
2: me the uh i just I told you michael there was something i thought maybe we should do uh, is there a way we can like summon the spirit of eddie van halen to be here with, <laughs> you know, for the conversation is there do you know anything about uh one of us needs a guitar
0: or the other one needs the blood of a i don't know i forget which animal you're supposed to sacrifice and then
2: like i have skulls so i can i don't Do know you need like piece of a of a like a low e string or something like
0: <laughs> and a cigarette half burnt cigarette
2: i also enjoyed the is that a new version of the intro with like an off time shaker <laughs> panned to one side it's very cool yeah I've no idea how it's gonna sound the recording. Maybe
0: it will sound completely off with it probably will, knowing knowing my latency. Although I did just double my internet speeds for this for this conversation. And and you would think that those faster speeds could handle handle latency, but I you know, I got a lot of equipment flowing through these
2: uh-huh. the, the speed of the internet has nothing to do with its functionality. Your functionality. <laughs> so <laughs> like speed of functionality, what's up with the functionality of those
0: sunglasses indoors? Is there a glare coming from the screen in front of you, or
2: are you just, you know, there's a a medical condition <laughs> that I don't care to elaborate on? It's not there. fair to me to point that out. And, uh, well, you know, he looks,
1: looks very cool. Yeah.
0: I to, he does look cool. Uh, enough about me. I mean, nothing about me. Enough. About, it's, I'm making it about Ryan. Enough about us. That's what I mean to say, John. Because I got to tell you, man, uh, I've been wanting to talk to you all day. I, I got to tell you, so I, um, was in my, I was in my studio here, and uh-huh. I started playing the album, uh, the uh-huh. Dreams and Lies, Dreams uh-huh. and Lies, right? Yep. And uh, I started the first track, and I was like, I have to get the hell out of here and get in my Camaro and listen to this thing at full volume, and that's what I did. I, I went on the highway, and that's how I listened to your album, and it was appropriate. It was, it was highly appropriate. It was appropriate. It was fantastic
1: that's how we should be listened to, you know, like, um, you know, thanks so much, man. Like, I'm glad that you, you dig it. and you know, that's definitely like the full experience. I mean, that's, uh, the cool way to listen to a rock album. So yeah, thanks so yeah, much, dude. man.
2: We were talking earlier that, you know, guys like us that play rock and roll, it, it feels like <laughs> rock and roll, like the kind of rock and roll that, that everyone wants to hear, especially people that love guitar, play guitar so yeah definitely think, up our alley
1: i think it's it's a very guitar driven type of um you know album or even though it's like diverse and and it's uh it's not like virtuoso type of i mean because that started first as a guitar player but it's it's uh it's a rock album but like the guitar is like the protagonist i would say like it's very you know riff driven or the solos or it's a very guitar driven type of um rock but it's songs it's like you know that with big choruses and you know so um, that's, you know, thanks for the compliment man.
0: John, you had me at turn me loose and let the devil take me.
1: Oh. Uh, <laughs> that's probably like the most like um, you know, road type of song or something like that with this <laughs> slide and, you know, like I really envisioned that song like driving, you know, through like an open, you know, highway or something like that. So, yeah. Mm.
2: I saw the vision. I like it. Yeah. Like the john the way that uh our minds work you probably well know at this point when we hear beautiful rock music when we see a person like you with a guitar in their hands we often wonder how it first ended up there what well, that's made a, you want to pick the guitar up in the first place
1: that's a very interesting type of uh um, you know beginning because i mean i grew up in southern spain where i mean It's even though it's musically rich with flamenco and it's a lot of, you know, like music, like rock and roll was not really, you know, something that we would see around. So it was not like, and I grew up in a very small town. So it's not like that you see tons of shows. So like the influence came more like from magazines and this and then high school, you know, you just get there and then you start like, you know, trading albums with people and then getting into it. But there were like, you know, three or four or five of us uh, over there playing. So it, it was not really around. It was more like, you know, you, which to me is nice because it's like, it's very genuine. Like, like the music really hits you from the beginning. And it's like, oh my God, like, I love this thing. And I want to do yeah. this. Not because you're like, you know, jumping on the wagon because there's like, you know, a gazillion bands around where you see a lot of <laughs> it was like genuine.
2: You're more um, of a pioneer than yeah, jumping uh, on the bandwagon
1: yeah and uh you know i liked it from the beginning i really liked uh you know like you know, i was like just devouring magazines and all that because we didn't get like much we didn't even have like a guitar store over there so we have to get in the bus and then get like an hour to get to the next city or so it's very close um uh, circle uh but at the same time we were like complete nerds because we were like all day just talking about that or oh, i'm gonna order this album or so that's how it started and then i you know, joined a few bands and we were playing, like the first recordings, the first gigs, and um, you know, and that's the thing, it's been there since day one. It's just one of those things that, you know, despite the challenges that you see now, um, the music industry, or like, you know, like along the road, you're gonna have you know have like challenging moments, but that's the thing is that like, keep me going. It's like there's a dude that comes every day knocking, and you know, and it's like, you know, it's it's an idea that it's always been in my head. It's like it's something that comes every day and it's like what about the music? What, what about the next thing? What? So it's been there since day one. And that's pretty much has started. Um, then, uh, I played in a few places here and there, and then I moved over here in 2008. And then that was another different story. Like, you know, just you get here and it's like, you know, completely alone. And, you know, there's a, you know, it's just a it, new city, you know, new country, you know, like, uh, uh, you know, like surviving. And so that was a different story. But um, yeah, um, I would say Little Town, bunch of nerds, you know, like trading CDs and albums and learning, you know, playing things on tape and rewinding and all that. That's, I'm dating myself with that one, but that's, you know, that's pretty much how we were, you know, there was no internet at the time. So, um, you know, that's uh, that's a, a big thing that I see right now is like, man, like I wasted out the internet before like to, to watch those videos or you know so but you know yeah, the
2: live performances mm-hmm. and all that um do you remember what the first song or riff that you heard that that captured your imagination because I, I think, think it, yeah you know everyone knows that feeling when you hear that that song or that riff and then all of a sudden it takes you into another dimension
1: burn, you know burn. Cause we have uh, some of my friends they have older brothers um, that they were always like, you know, turning us into music. And I think it was like, we had went to, you know, like a party or something like that. I mean, we were kids. Um, I mean, probably like elementary school probably going to high school. And then they were like, you know, and they were like, I heard that you guys are into music or something like that. So, Let me play you this. And he played uh, burn. And I was like, man, how can a man sing like that? You know, like, that's that, that chorus is like, and it's, you know, it's been since day one is like, you know, every time that I hear that is a, um, it just, it brings me back to that. So, um, I mean, it's probably one of my favorite songs in rock and roll. I think it's like the perfect rock and roll song, uh, that, and maybe highway star. I mean, I, I like, I like them both, but to me, it's like, it's, uh, you know, it's just, it's a song that it's just, you know, it's just, it's just amazing, man. Hmm.
2: Yeah. It's, uh, that's an interesting thing. Uh what was what was the moment when you knew you wanted to play? Cuz I think, you know, you have people that that have that first moment of hearing that riff and they mm-hmm. become lifelong music fans. And then there are people, you know, like you that want to to make the music
1: as well. Yeah, it was like um uh, there was a summer uh where I think it's the summer going from elementary school to high school and we used to go to, um, you know, municipal uh, swimming pool over there. Like it's just a very small town, and then it was like our summer off, and then like a bunch of us would just go over there. And I remember that there was a tape, and it was like on one side it was the Black Album, on the other side it was Volgar "Display of Power," and we would just burn that. like all summer. That's a like,
2: kick-ass tape, man. Yep,
1: and we would be back and forth and back and forth and back and forth, and then people started bringing guitars. And of course, I mean, as cliche as it sounds, like, you know, nothing else matters. is like the one that everybody learns because it's like open, you know, open strings or at least say intro. And, you know, people were just passing around the guitars, like, can you play? Can you, and then, you know, I was like, you know, getting, you know, better at it. And I was like, I really like this. And then, you know, from there, you just start like learning another one and another one, and then you get books and, but I think that was it. Um, You know, that was like, you know, just kids, like, you know, just, burning those tapes back and forth like all summer and then nothing to worry about like i would say
2: <laughs> let the tape rock till the tape popped yeah yeah you you talk about uh guitar magazines it makes me think of the the stack of guitar that's world what... magazines that i had back in the day you know that mm-hmm. that's kind of part of it i stole a couple of those man <laughs>
0: i think i still have one of your guitar worlds somewhere in storage actually because it had a cool slash was on the cover and it had some cool riff in there that i was gonna learn i'll was like, i get it back to ryan whenever and then it was like years later and you're like man just keep it i'm pretty sure you were just gonna keep it i'm like i, I was i was <laughs> so just so you know i do have it still
1: <laughs> yeah
2: i'm I got, gonna I need I that back
1: that uh, there's probably even worth some money now that you know like it's sad that many of the you know the the print um magazines are just going out you know like so people are really collecting those so you know I have a bunch of those like maybe hmm. like editions, or i mean they're in spanish uh i mean then when i moved over here i have like more recent ones but you know like it's 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 cool to to go and see them and then open the pages and they're like man i used to spend like my entire afternoon here like after school you know just learning this back and forth
2: yeah yeah it it, it, it was cool though you know you had the you had the articles. You had the the tablature in the back. You had the posters you could pull out of there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was cool. That's right. <laughs> posters.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, the Guitar World magazine still, still cool, man. I mean, it's it's amazing to me. You're right about like the media. It's just the landscape has changed. The music industry's changed. Yeah. And everything's changed. It's amazing. Yeah
1: ones like um, like guitar club in Italy I was featured on this one and it's one of, it's the oldest one over there and it was so special to me I mean just to have you know like pr- a printed version of your like your album and the whole thing I was like man it means so much because it, it brings you back to when you were a kid and you were like you know like mail ordering that and it would take a month to get over there or something like that yeah now you it like, makes a lot of you know it's, it's very cool and special so yeah it has changed a lot I'm not saying that it's better or worse it's like you know like you know you know, people who like music, like it's like vinyl. You collect, uh, you know, you know, flipping through the pages. Uh, I don't know, probably more bohemian type of thing than anything else. But you know, it's it's, it's cool. Yeah.
2: John, you mentioned. Um, I get. I guess you were. Maybe it's creative energy that you've always felt. You talk about mm-hmm. that guy knocking on the door. You know that feeling of trying to get the next thing out.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: How did you know? what your voice musically was going to sound like was that something you kind of always knew
1: uh i'm always like very honest and transparent i mean even for just my personality i'm like naturally curious so i'm you know always like trying this thing or the other thing and you know 99 percent of the time is you know it it doesn't go anywhere but then like you got that one percent that you're exploring one thing and then it goes somewhere else um, and then, you know, I just let it evolve in a little bit. And I'm very transparent when it comes to that. Even my personality, like people say, you cannot lie because it's visible. Like you, it's just like, you cannot put on like a character or something like that. So I cannot sing or I cannot do anything that I just don't feel like, you know, staying behind or something like that. So I can come up with something and I was like, I don't know, I just, it's not me. I, I don't see myself doing that. So. There's a lot of, you know, trusting, um, there's a lot of, uh, you know, letting the music kind of like evolve, and you know, and, and, and exploring and uh, and uh, not following any type of, you know, like the flavor of the month or like the, the new thing of, you know, because you want your art to age well or you want to, you know, like years later to stay behind that and be... Even though there's snapshots of your life, um, there are moments that you listen to something and you're like, dude, like, ew, what was I thinking? But that's where you were at the time, or, you know, it's like, oh, my God. Uh, but that's it. Like, I really, you know, let it go. Like, for example, like, I always say the example, like, Eternal Eyes, which is probably like my most, you know, futuristic and, you know, like, ethereal and, you know, cyberpunk type of song, that started because I was tuning the guitar in the wrong way like I was tuning on the fourth (laughs) fret like like you know like I never approach things from a very technical point of view and always try to have fun with it Um, and a lot of uh, things believe it or not uh, have come like a lot of the greatest things or like my best things came like the first moment that I grabbed that guitar I think you just have this natural you know it's how you are because you're not thinking about anything or something like that and you just grab it and you just go boom I was oh that's cool and then There's you just something
2: from- to that for sure
1: and but then the moment that you're like an hour into it and you're thinking is not the same so there are m- mornings or like you know that you just grab it and you just go that was very cool but I think it's just because it's that your natural you know, stayed at the time you really you're not thinking you just you know in the moment so i try to capture those um um i don't know I, they also say sometimes that like they're you know like jeff beck or like the i heard stories where you know they were like they they will go in the studio like they will track a solo and then they'll try to top it and they do 20 takes and the first one is the one that always stayed <laughs> because yeah. it's like it's yeah like,
2: i've heard that
1: they're there been times that I'm singing like scratch vocals or something like that for the demo. And then you go to the studio to when it's time to record it. And it's sometimes you cannot beat the, the, the demo one because in the demo you were, you know, relaxed or in the moment or something like that. So I used a few of the, of the demo ones um, because we were trying it like, that was, was just perfect. So I try to stay true to, to that and not think too much. Also like, I'm a solo artist and I write everything myself. So if I don't allow some type of, you know, liberty when it comes to really enjoying and the whole thing, because you're wearing all the hats, you can just burn out. And it sounds, I mean, it comes through the speakers that you are like thinking that, you know, like I, I can hear sometimes music that it's, it's almost like it's, I can, I can hear the artist thinking or doodling or something like that. You know what I mean?
2: Doodling. Yeah. Yeah. We, we're Mm -hmm. very fascinated by, the topic you're bringing up here just uh the area of discussion because it's something i'm still trying to figure out myself you know uh-huh. how how to be free uh-huh. like not overcomplicate it. you know like because it, i with all in, the in the music the resources or, or have, in
0: life ryan because i'm i'm things. working on yeah that's what i'm working just on think
2: about it with all the resources we have uh uh-huh available to us as musicians. It's like you can really easily overcomplicate things. Yeah. Or or be thinking about so many options. Which plugin? Or it's like my my the song that I wrote is in the key of E. Uh-huh. How many scales <laughs> you know for the lead could I pull from? Uh-huh. It, it's just like all that stuff. How how have you navigated that, John? It sounds like you
1: I mean, it sounds it's like you uh,
2: you found a good way to do it.
1: It's a lot of trial and error, and then also like you know, like accepting your you know limits and and, and all that. And sometimes that's beautiful. Like I, especially for singing and all that. Like if it, I never try to sound like a machine or something like that, or I, I really try to you know like sound because it's at the end of the day, it's the emotion that hits you. I mean, I mean, I grew up in a country where you know, we were, like, fascinated by Alice in Chains' um, dirt. You know, like, we were like, oh, my yeah, God. God. You're like, oh, I think it means this, or I think it means that, or I think it means this. And then you, you know, grow up, and then you are able to, you understand the language, and they're like, wow, it actually the song meant what I, what I thought that it meant, even though I didn't speak the language. And it's because the emotion was so, you know, it's it was the number one thing. And it was yeah. so powerful. I mean, I, I grew up in, in a country where uh, flamenco is like, it's a, it's a global type of art and it's hypnotic to some people. Like, you know, there are people like in Japan that they listen to flamenco and there's like, it's just hypnotic. And and it was like, well, you don't understand what they're saying. You don't understand the the cultural things that go in the lyrics or something like that, but it hits you, you know? So that's sometimes like the best thing is like, if I, if, if I, I mean, I would say emotion is a, uh, you know, and, and creativity will be the number one. But I agree it's so easy to um, to um, I don't know um, to complicate it uh, technology can also make it you know uh, very easy now to for production or you know but I I don't know I still like drums that sound like drums. Um, I still like yeah. you know you know those type of things nothing wrong against them but if for my sound, uh, I mean uh, still like those things.
2: yeah yeah the the real, the real, authentic music becomes timeless. I think you want it to be timeless. I think you were kind of mentioning that earlier. You know? Yeah. I don't know.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Like I also think, uh, and don't get me wrong, and this is nothing. I mean, I think that the moment that you have a sound or a type of thing that is very representative of an era it kind of dates it to that era. You know what I mean? So that sometimes, like if you have a very specific, I, I mean, I think, I mean, and and I love all types of music, but I think like all this auto-tune, mambo rapper type of thing is going to age very bad. You know, like in a few years, we're going to look, look at that and be like, you know, because it's it's too many people doing the same thing at the same time. You know what I mean? So it's it's almost like. Um, I think so, you,
2: you kind of mentioned that, you know, like you were, you were the pioneer playing rock there wasn't a lot of people doing it, you know? So you oh, no. were, you were <laughs> going to be more connected and free doing that than other <laughs> people trying to recreate, say what you were doing later on. Yeah, right?
1: I, I remember. Yeah. That's a very good point. Cause I remember like we would go to larger cities and they have like a bigger scene. And a lot of the bands sounded the same because it was a band that was a little more successful and they would see them live. And they're like, Oh, you know, I saw this band and then I, they were kind of like, but we didn't have anyone. So it was like, you know, it was like, actually, yeah. you, you know, um you know it was meat and potatoes and you know you make it work uh you know any way that you can or so maybe that's how it all comes from like you know uh making you know not having any reference at at the point so maybe i'm more but i'm very uh you know creative and then like i said like if i'm doing everything myself when i finish a song or something i want to kind of go somewhere else you know i just don't want to make another song the same and another song the same. Otherwise, it just, it just, it, it I burn out, you know? So,
0: yeah, I actually, I got to interject here. I definitely could, what you're talking about here, I, I felt it by song number, and I'm trying to remember the track uh, list. But it was like song number two or three. And it was like, the intro was like a, either a slide guitar or whatever it was. Yeah. And it was like, this is not what I was expecting. And what was great, it was like every single track, you'd get going on some jam, some beat, some rhythm, whatever it was, some, some thing, some melodic lines, phrasing you're headed for. And then there'd always be something you'd throw in a transition that like made it either you layered it or it like changed direction, but it was always Uh done in such a way that kept the song interesting. And I noticed this variety uh, it's kind of woven into the story of the album. If you listen to it, like start to finish, it's not the same song every uh-huh. time it's a variety it's a pretty good spectrum of rock like in terms of just straight up rock and and like metal sound yeah. it's uh yeah it's like a variety of different i don't know moods yeah, thank- whatever you want to call it
1: thanks so much yeah i i mean that has these pros and cons um, of of course but you know that was like i I let the songs be the, you know, the ones driving the bus. I mean, I was like, you know, I'm just going to come up with like the best songs possible and let the songs speak, you know, like, instead of saying, well, okay, I'm just gonna, it's too diverse. I'm just going to do three or four that sound the same, but they're, you know, they're, in my opinion, they're not as good as the other ones that I have. And I was like, you know, they kind of make sense lyrically too. So, um, that's where, you know, like I was trying to, um, go with it and but that's the same it's like the honesty and I was like I can stay behind these songs you know like I can go on states and, and and perform these songs and sing this because you know they mean something to me or you know that they're truly me you know
2: sounds like you're the type of creator that just lets things happen
1: yeah sometimes uh you know like it's like you know it's just a lot of time and then until you get something really happening but um you know um until so you find like the 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 nuggets and uh but you know I just I, I try to let it you know happen and, and see and capture it when i can
2: there's really something to that um you know i think of uh like paintings or, mm-hmm. or art you could be really affected and drawn into a piece of art that is just black and white Mm -hmm. but yet how many colors do artists have at their disposal i feel it's like the same thing with music you know Mm -hmm. it's like what do we really need to convey or we forget that the guitar is just a means to an end (laughs) <laughs> it's an instrument you know what I mean <laughs> so that I mean I I really like this conversation so far you know I, <laughs> so there's far, something yeah. to that right there's something yeah. to that
1: uh yeah um I don't know also for me like you know having an accent and you know it's not your first language and all that so you really have to make a musical because you cannot be you know pulling from cliches or you know a cultural thing. i mean i've been here for 15 years already and i kind of like feel like you know i'm like you know the standard type of you know dude conversational type of thing but then because you don't have that you know repertoire or something like that you have to really make something that it's musical or you know so that's kind of like the whole thing because you're not like I'm just going to say this line because it always sounds cool or, you know, so you have less to your, you know, so you just really have to focus on something that it's, um, you know, so I don't know. I, I always call it like, you know, making the impossible possible, I would say, you know, like, um, you know.
2: Yeah, impossible, possible. I think it comes through, though. Uh, it's very fascinating to me that we. We'll listen to the music before we talk to the artist, uh-huh. most of the time. Most and of the time, after talking to the artist, we we hear you in the music. Yeah, you that, know the stuff that you're talking about, it comes through in the music, and it uh-huh. that always seems to be the case, doesn't it, Michael? And it's very,
0: I had that thought.
2: Very fascinating.
0: I did have that thought when I was bumping in the Camaro, because I was like. I'm going to get to meet this guy and I'm going to get to see exactly what Ryan was just talking about right now which is one of my favorite things about this show actually uh is that is just like hearing the music, seeing, observing the art and then meeting the actual human and uh-huh. like kind of getting a feel for them. It's part of the it's part of what's fun about this, you know, is experience it deepens. Yeah. It deepens my appreciation for the music and uh for sure, man. It's a lot of fun.
2: And just yeah. hearing like what you're trying to do, you explain what you're trying to do. You're accomplishing it, and that to well, me that's, that's really fun. awesome. You know,
1: allowing things to happen. There, there are moments, like for example, like if I'm, you know, like just, you know, like I have like a piece of music, and I'm, you know, like thinking about melodies or something like that. That you just it's gibberish, and there's a and then a cool line comes through, and is a like, where did that come from? I don't know. Um, did it something that just filtered through me or something like, or it's probably like your, you know, subconscious or something like that. And you have an idea, but th- there are moments that you are like, you know, uh, and then you just like, rah, rah, and then a cool melody comes through and I was like, what, you know, and then just where it comes from. I don't know. Like for example, for that song that Eternalized, I was like, you know, walking down the street one day and I was like, and the whole title just came. It was like Eternalized. I was like, but I like it because it has this you know, mystique, but I was like, but also like, depending on how you pronounce it or like how you say it, it could mean eternal lies too. Or it could also mean eternal lies, like the verb. And I was like, I like that. because mm. it's a double meaning, triple meaning type of thing. And I really like that, you know, uh, play on type of words and titles, and um, you know, and leave it like a little open. Where it came from, I don't know. Like, it's just one of those things that you just, you know, like, uh, but I have friends who say that, you know, they're always in writer um, mode. They're like, they're somewhere, they're just walking and they hear somebody say something. It's like, that, that's a cool song title or, oh, that's a cool line or something. So, you know, it's, sometimes it's just around you. You just don't see it or you just, yeah. you're not just fishing for it. But then you hear a conversation when someone is like, oh man, like that's, that's cool. I was like, that's, that's a cool song line or something. And then you just, you know, it's just, it Go was just there yeah
2: pulling that thread mm-hmm. yeah where does it come from that that uh are we, should we get should we start getting even more philosophical here <laughs> where does it come from what's the speculation
1: <laughs> i don't know i think it's just i don't know your subconscious or you know just you know it's something that manifested or you know i don't know that's cool. I mean, as long as I, you know they come. Uh, the problem is when you want them because it's like you 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 kind of forcing it. So yeah, I think you have to. I mean, it's called playing the guitar for a reason. So you should be playful and 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 your compositions and all that. I mean, it's just so. For me, it will be kind of like that. Uh, I try to not being practicing. You know, when I'm writing or something like that. I'm, try not to be practicing and more like, you know, just messing around and see what happens or, um, I don't know. Uh, Yeah. Sorry. I, you're like, you're,
0: you're trying to like on demand. It's just something that Alan Watts said, play on demand. It's, it's like, you're trying to, you're trying to develop this muscle almost to Mm -hmm. like be spontaneous, but on command.
1: Yeah, you see, for example, when uh, when you try a different tuning on the guitar, that you're out of your comfort zone, and they're yeah. like, okay, yeah, now nah, my, my my chords don't work, my muscle memory won't <laughs> work. Anymore. And then you become super creative, because you just have to be in the moment. It's like, you know, your tricks don't work in there, so you just have to be in the moment, and you're like, oh my god, this is very cool, oh, this is very cool too. And that's just because you're, you know, allowing it to happen. More. So, something yeah. like that
2: more of an exploration allowing it to happen
0: that's the other thing too i i i don't call it practice anymore not that i couldn't use some practice but like it's more like allowing it to happen it's more like i will go as long as i can survive without holding a guitar but then eventually just like i can't go so long without drinking water or i can't go so long without sleeping eventually my body says you gotta sleep dude you gotta turn it off it's like that it's like eventually I will find, you know, one of my trusty, trusty axes in my hand. And, and and I, I just, I don't know. I don't even really call it practice. I just like, I just play things that sound good in my ear that I like, I like hearing myself play little licks that I'm trying to work on and impress Ryan. So the next time we jam together, he's not, you know, like poo pooing all my riffs, like, ah, man, yawn, like, Hey man, i have been wearing this seven months. You still, you know, nothing, huh? Right, but you know what I mean, like
2: yeah. (laughs) Let's not get into that right now. I want to get into it, Ryan. I want to get into it right now. (laughs) If you're not feeling it, you shouldn't play on it. Well, that's that's true.
0: Ryan does sometimes in his. uh, I like to call it cranky wisdom. I don't know what else I'd call it, but like he's he's also very wise in his uh, in setting his ways. This guy,
2: I Um, think you have to be um <laughs> feeling it in order to tap into what we're talking about like when you when you're feeling the riff then i think you're better able to tap into that mm-hmm. great eternal source well said i
0: think same that's right
1: the, yeah same for go lyrics from, sorry I,
2: no no go go
0: i'm like go no, john go and then i keep interrupting you and i can't shut up about it sorry sorry go
1: no but the same For me, for for lyrics, I mean, I grew up at a time where, you know, I would just, you know, spend hours just reading and imagining things and all that. So I try to have something to say. I'm not saying that, you know, every every lyric should be like, you need a PhD to understand or something like that. (laughs) But like, it should be art. I mean, it should, you know, like, I don't know, like it should uh, have. I'm not saying substance, but it should feel like, you know, you are squeezing, you know, your best and, and, and coming up with something new. Um, uh, I don't, I mean, I just, I, I couldn't do a, a song or, or with nothing to say, or like by, just by inertia, just saying, all right, we need a song tomorrow. Uh, okay. Just saying whatever over here. And then, you know, like, um, and it just put things that just sound good together and there's like, Oh, you're good to go. Like I, I mean i don't know like uh, when i die i want to at least leave something behind that it's worth reading or or people like this is interesting like this is a human expressing himself or like trying to say something uh so that's what, what i always felt like you know try to have something to say it doesn't have to be complicated or complex but have like a little i mean every song that should have like 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 a message or something or like something that you can learn from or something like that um i don't know i know that that's debatable like is anything could be oh it means something for me but you know what i mean like i do
0: i kind of this makes me want to ask you about bring out the rock like yeah because i i i wanted to know where that came from like i want to know what place that because i i really dig it i like this uh i I like the chorus i really do and uh Mm -hmm. i kind of I kinda of know what you mean about the lyrics too, man. I I uh I want to know about that one in particular, but there's a few other ones I want to know about. But that one, where do, where's that coming from, man? What's yep, so like? at the
1: same time, yep, at the same time, I'm glad that you're bringing it up. At the same time, the some song songs can be super, you know, like ethereal and complex and poetic and all that. Their other songs that are like more like your meat and potatoes. And that was a song that I wrote. It was kind of like my tribute to like the the working musician or you know, like the broken I mean, like the, the broke musician or something, but it's, it's about touring. It's like you're being on the road, you know, like this, um, the rock doesn't stop and all that. And then at the same, you know, like you're, you know, this, but then you have to go on stage, and then you have to, you know, break, you know, bring out the rock and you just have to, you know, just the show must go on or something like that, that type of. So that was, for me, it was like, you know, it's, uh, and, and I was like, well, this song is more like, you know, straight ahead rock and roll, but it was like, buddy. It means something to me like it feels like yeah. that it, it ends in the story of you know all of us were you know like you know we see um how especially these days where you know the way that things are and you know uh but you just you know you just go and do it because that's war you know that's the that's the life that we chose to to live or or like that's the you know so
0: and it is a that- long way to the top if you're going to rock and roll
1: Oh yeah, according <laughs> to the
0: greats. But it it it's the it is it, it's sort of that song sort of calls out to the past in like a classic way that in a way that like say that, that whatever that ACDC song is just referenced like it sort of fits in this like there's a certain grouping of rock songs that just like yeah this goes here this this is a that good was, rock song and, you, and song you pulled that, it off with that one check the box man
1: that's a song that it was the the riff like the the slide guitar. Yeah. When I wrote that, it was like, this is it. Like, the song is about this, you know, so uh-huh. servicing that riff. I mean, it's just driving the whole thing. So, uh, and then, you know, what, you know, that would just, you know, you, know it just, you just like build a dress around that riff. You know, like the whole song is built around that. The riff.
2: Yeah, the riffs were very strong uh, very notable.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, you know, uh, I'm, I'm glad that you are, you know, digging the, the riffs and, you know, um, yeah, I mean, that's, uh, I mean, it's nothing better than riffs, I would say. I like, mean, solos too and all that, but I think a riff is, it, it's that universal type of thing. It's, I think it's more tribal, you know, like um, it's, it, it's more because it's simplistic. I mean, that's what makes all of us resonate towards that. Even, people that don't listen to um, our music or something like that, they hear like a big riff and I say, Oh my God, that's catchy. Or, you know, that's so I don't know. I think it has that very tribal type of nature, you know, and then that's why they're so universal, I would say.
2: Yeah. Well, the, uh, the fact that we've, we've come to that multiple times that uh, the universal language of music, how one, you know, riff or one song can affect people all over the world in such a strong way. Mm-hmm. That, that potency. It's an amazing yeah. Language. One of my
1: favorites, I don't know where I heard it, uh, but you know, there were people saying like, there was like, you know, I, I wrote this song like in, in a very, you know, bad moment of my life like alone in you know my room or something like that and then this song blows up or something uh and then people from all over the world they're like oh that song is about me and then like, well that's it was such an intimate type of thing because it was like you know i was going through something that i thought it was so me and now you put it out there and you know you thought it was so personal and now it's so universal it's like you know that's a that's a a, a tricky thing and I don't know where I heard it but I heard many musicians talking about that or that it was my song about a personal thing that happened to me and now it's not my song anymore now it's just you know people's um, songs or something That's I, uh,
0: I don't think it's ever ours to begin with my friend I think like when you write music you're borrowing from the ether and course, yeah. there's like when you put art out or whatever kind of art it doesn't matter music you know sculpture paint anything a book you write something you it takes its own life in a way and and you don't get to always control where other people take it or or dream up your universe uh-huh. like you can dream up the universe but it isn't even really ever yours i mean look at what happens in popular culture with all the big i mean god star wars is an example right like it's it's uh, it was this one thing from this one dude's brain and it's this whole thing now where it's like people all over the world recognize it and people contribute to it, these massive movies and things. But the, the art is that way too. Like art moves, it's all art. I mean, really it's all yeah. culture. We, uh-huh. we, we get to like dip into whatever that ether is and pour it out of us and express it, you know?
1: Yeah. And, and, and every, like, especially like, uh, for our music, like, you know, like the, the people that came before, you know, like, and, and, you know, like it's just, it's almost like, you know, you channeling, uh, kind of like the the greatest or you channeling like the people that came before you or something like that. I mean, you just pretty much do that with you know every guitar strum or like every you know, note that you're saying is kind of like, you know, so yeah, it's uh you know, it's a pretty fascinating, uh, topic and and things to happen but you know that's uh it's hard to get to that mindset sometimes for me like because you're busy you have to do things you know like you and then you're not in that but when that you know moment happens and you cannot like nothing else exists uh you know you just in that moment like the time like nothing is uh, that's a that's a pretty uh magical type of thing it's just i wish always would to have more time these days to experience those things but you know it's a cool thing when it happens.
0: Well, so much of the modern life that pushes us along, it's like there is no time for such things. I have to go to commute to my day job and or I've got to go and run some errands, do some things, be product, productive, whatever that is. Uh-huh. So what you're uh,
2: saying is we, don't, we aren't afforded enough time to live during life?
0: Not always. If We don't make the time. Hmm hmm
2: that doesn't sound right (laughs) what are we here for then (laughs) well to to go through life but not live
0: i'm just here to i'm just here to rock uh yeah (laughs) i actually i wanted to shift gears you did talk about like uh deeper meaning and uh especially the title track dreams and lies Uh I, I sensed some layering there, at least in terms of your meaning with like lyrics and things and the imagery in that video that I saw on the, the YouTube kind of like video too. Uh, I kind of want to know about that one too. Where is that coming from? What is this idea of the, you know, these fantasies and things that we we tell ourselves?
1: Yeah. I mean, that was, that's, that song. I mean, that I'm glad that you were asking that question. That was the first song that I wrote for this album. Yeah. So,
0: first one. Yeah,
1: I had okay. like some, you know, some, uh, and that was the one that was kind of like showing me the way to go. So I had like... A, That's, was
2: that the foundation for the whole yeah. shebang then?
1: Yeah. So yeah. I am I, I moved out here and, you know, I was always in bands. Uh, so my intention was to join a band here, like, you know, just be a member of a band. And then, but then it was harder and harder as time was just going by because, I, I mean, it's a very, you know, expensive town. So people to be in four or five different projects at the same time. So finding that, you know, communion of members or, you know, like that type of, you know, like, um, you know, like, you know, people aligned uh, with you artistically was very, very difficult. Um, You know, like I was like, you know, going through years where, you know, there was one year that I went through three different drummers. (laughs) So when three drummers in one year, I was like, maybe this is not, going to go anywhere. I mean, you, you know, you have songs, you have a lot of things that you, you, you know, that you have there in the, in the barrel. Uh, but then you're like, it's not going anywhere because we are finding new members all the time. So I was like, I'm, I can write everything myself. So I was like, what if I just take this route? It's probably the longest road. Cause you have to wear the you know, five hats at the same time. It was like, but I can, I mean, I, I can write, you know, and bass and I can program the, the drums for the demos and then I, I can sing and do the lyrics and then you kind of like are discovering your voice and your the whole thing and then the song that I was like I mean because I was also like you know very lonely here the first couple of years I was losing jobs all the time because it was the recession too mm. so I was going this loss of innocence type of thing like the bubble kind of popped you know like or you know or you I moved out here when I was like in my early twenties. So at that time you just bulletproof like kamikaze lifestyle, nothing affects you. You just go <laughs> yeah. for anything. You just don't care. Like, you know, if you don't have, you know, if you eat one thing a day or like more, but then you're getting a little older and then you see everything happening. And then I was like, almost like there was a moment that I was able to kind of like escape the whole thing and see that the situation from the outside. And I was like, man, like it's almost like, this is, It's nuts as it were society or like what things is happening right now. And it's all like, everybody's just chasing something and everybody's just, you know, like, you know, following this, you know, uh, you know, fantasies and chasing dreams and all that. And then it became into this cool, uh, dichotomy was that, what is the dream and what is the lie? Was the dream actually a lie that was telling you that, you know, what you thought in your head existed, that was not reality. That was ideality, you know, like, and reality is actually,
0: I like that. Like yeah. Where is the line between line? what we yeah. come up in our heads, yeah, and like what's a lie or like fantasy, and then what we bring wow. into myself what, here, what we bring into reality—that's
2: a very yeah. really potent dichotomy you're bringing up, John. I like.
1: That. I think to me, and that as I'm, you know, getting better and and simpler as I'm uh, getting older too. I think it's attachment, dude. Uh, I think the mm. attachment something when that's in manifest you just suffer. you know like it's like you know you oh I want this like your parents they want you to be an architect and they're like oh you're gonna be an architect you're gonna be an architect and they're like married to this they're attached to that idea and then you're like I'm not gonna be an architect I'm gonna be a musician and then they suffer they're like you know, like you know and it's all this grinding and you know um it's because they're so attached to something so I think a lot of the things that or in the past or something mm-hmm. that made me that were painful to me it was that attachment you know like because you're like fantasizing or you're married to this idea uh, that that you need that to be happy or this needs to happen or this needs to manifest and then it doesn't happen and you just you know you you get mad or you think that you failed or something like that or i mean uh, especially musicians because we're kind of like sometimes uh you know kind of like Complicated type of personalities, I would say, or I like, had to say the least. <laughs> um, so uh,
2: <laughs> that's a friendly way to put it. <laughs> creative people,
0: uh, there's something about creativity that's like, is it is uh, parallel, probably, to mental illness. There's going to uh-huh. be some. I think
2: it's the the next level inner dialogue. Yeah, uh-huh. we're so used to uh-huh. that. Maybe most people don't have or the maybe more people don't have than we think
1: Mm, mm. we
2: just got way more going on upstairs
1: i think (laughs) yeah and that was i mean that's pretty much like the song it's like the loss of of innocence and the awakening at the same time channel or like seeing through me you know like i was like you know maybe waking up from what i thought that was i mean that's the thing is like sometimes even though like the whole idea of dreams and, you know, follow your dream and all that to me, sometimes it's more like, it's, I think it's just follow your, you know, your devotion or what what you think that you're here to do for Cause sometimes dreams, the whole concept is like, what happens when, when you're dreaming? What happens? You just believe that it's, that that is true. You know, like when you're sleeping and you're dreaming is it literally is that you believe the dream because, but then the moment you wake up is like, Oh, it was so, um, I wanted yeah. to pop the bubble of the concept of dreams and all that, but that also like with a positive type of thing, which is kind of like maybe sometimes uh, popping that dream, will be the best thing for you to, you know, to, to see, because it's that, though. but it's, it's, I, I want it to be like very ambivalent type of thing. So it's more like the reality ideality, you know, like what you were saying, like what's in your head and what's really, in, you know, happening or. Hmm.
0: In a way, that's what we're all doing. Is it not like every day you wake up and from your consciousness, from your point of view, uh-huh. you're it, you're the star of the show, you know? Yep. And like the stories that you tell yourself in your head about what's actually happening around, doesn't even mean it's related to what's actually happening. Like yeah. You can even live with someone and, and have a story, have a narrative in your head and that person doesn't see the, doesn't have the same narrative. They're not yep.
2: looking at the, the world Three the way sides do. to every story, right? <laughs> Yours, mine, and the truth. <laughs> yep. So that that's the, yeah, that's...
0: Just makes me think of that Extreme album, sorry. Wow. Pretty sure it's Extreme,
2: right? <laughs> that's, a, that's a good album. Good album. Yeah, and Pretty then much. you also might ask the question, well, what about the people that insisted... On making their dream a reality, and they did.
1: Yeah, that's that's amazing. So but,
2: how do you know? Like, that's a
0: yeah. That's what I mean uh, about the line. It's like, where yeah. is that line? That's mm-hmm. why I'm asking.
2: Me too. <laughs> that's why I bring that up. Maybe you don't know until you go there.
1: Yeah, until that's you, a. Huh. Yeah.
0: If it's, it's madness or yeah. or brilliance, mm-hmm. you don't know, huh?
2: we need uh, we need uh, that moment of silence to ponder all three of us are thinking about it that's great that's how you know uh michael will agree that's how you know we've hit a good moment on the show is when we need that moment of silence to take it in (laughs)
1: No, but I'm glad that you like, I mean, that was like, you know, what I was experiencing. And that was like this song, if you think about it, like it goes, like I sing from my lowest register, which is almost like speaking, you know, type of voice to like super high. Or the song can be very kind of like soft at the beginning, like the, you know, soft, like, you know, uh, uh, chords and all that, but then it can go like very painful and aggressive. So I was like, the song was kind of showing me. The way to go with it, and I was like, okay, this is probably this, the direction that I have to go with this. Um, so I have, you know, like a personal attachment to that one because it was like the first one. It was like, okay, this is this is me, I guess. This is where, where I have to go um, as a solo artist in, in this chapter of my life or my musical life.
2: Did it go the way you wanted it to? After releasing everything and going through that process putting it all on your shoulders did it go the way you hoped it would
1: yeah the thing is like uh i mean the album was ready and we even have like a like a you know like we re- released kind of like an early demo but it was like two months before the the world collapsed so that was like you know that's that was the thing it was like oof, you know like you're you know solo artist debut album you gathered the troops and you want to do everything right and then tour and then do as much as you can. And then the whole thing stopped. So I was like, mm-hmm. you know, like maybe now we cannot do anything with this right now. So I was just reworking a few things. And then finally when the whole thing, you know, this, the, the situation got a little better and things were opening up, um, it was a good time to release it. Uh, then a few other opportunities uh, came up too. And I'm pretty happy, I mean, for being like a solo artist, like a debut album independent too, like it it got like tons of, you know, press, you know, it's being featured in a lot of things, like the music videos got like five awards and like 15 nominations and all that, so from, you know, for being something that you build everything yourself, like from the ground up, at least um, you see that it goes somewhere, um, and where it goes, like it has a good reaction or, so for me, I mean, of course, you always want more. Uh, but then I cannot complain for you know, like um, you know, just it's a humble beginning, you know. And if you know, it, it got featured pretty much everywhere that I wanted to, or like one of the biggest, you know, places. And then now, you know, like we, you know, were like, you know, that a few music festivals I mean, um, film festivals that you know, like they, they, they won a few awards and all that. So, um, I, I mean, can't complain. For, for a debut album for you know an independent artist, and, I mean it's just and in today's landscape because you know with, like what's what they say like fifty thousand songs are released every day you know something like yeah. that. So
2: congratulations on that. Oh, thanks. That that is definitely true. You deserve to get There's recognized. A lot, to, a lot to choose from there, so yeah, man, it's yeah, good. The uh, adulation that you have is that's an awesome thing. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Did I cut you off, Michael?
0: No, I cut you off. I stepped all over my mirror. <laughs> and uh, I... Never mind. Whatever I was going <laughs> to...
2: Um, I don't mean to derail us here, but that the art <laughs> you have hanging behind you is pretty striking.
1: It's the, the division bell. Pink Floyd.
2: Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: That's the, uh, the day bell.
2: I like that. Can I see it?
1: That's the <laughs> art of the two faces that they have, kind of like facing each other. Um, that's the the Pink Floyd uh, the cover. Yeah.
0: Oh, I I wanted to ask you about your cover for your album because the artwork on that's pretty dope. What is that like? Oh. Did, who did that? Did you do that? Did you hire somebody? What that was pretty. Yeah, awesome. It
1: was actually a a amazing artist from Colombia. His name is Carlos Jacome. Um, huh. Artworks. Um, you can check him um, out on Instagram and all that. It's amazing. He does a lot of, you know, things for like global artists. Um, I think it was like the pandemic that I was like, you know, a lot of time and I was like diving, I got into this, you know, deep, you know, search for art and here and there, and you get into this and you follow another person and you see another one. And, you know, um, and then I just came across this work and I really liked it and I was like you know I have that idea like the concept um because I have this idea like the is dreams and lies but I also have this very strong uh thing for eyes like the whole the, the, that album the song I mean my my favorite movie is Blade Runner. so it, it's since I was a okay. kid like oh I thing or like the eyes is kind of like the yeah, it's... Uh, I was just
0: noticing behind you the, that particular pink Floyd, like the eyes, it, like it's yeah, very that's striking. A,
1: that's exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. What,
2: that, that was the most striking part is the eyes. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah, and I wanted to, you know, and then I, you know, we started working and, you know, like I, that was the concept that I wanted and uh, it was awesome. Like, like it was exactly the vision that I wanted to, which is I wanted something that it's, it, I mean, it's obviously a rock logo type of thing, but then I wanted to be like a little you know mystique and you know have a little bit of that and you know um so uh i'm super excited he also did the cover for the the artwork for the cover that i did for the doors
2: oh yeah okay how did you well, you're strange you know, that's something i always um am interested by when it comes to doing covers like uh, if you even want to do it and then you know p- the song that you d- decide to do and your interpretation of it what made you want to go there? So mm-hmm.
1: the thing is, like, after I signed, um, I signed this album uh, with ADA, which is Warner's indie, you know, distribution. I mean, I'm, I am mean, still like an independent artist, but you just use like it's like the or chart or you know, like um, in groups or, so it's kind of like there in the logistics, I would say. But then um, they reached out like a few months after, and they were like, hey, they have this idea that they want to, to do compilations for three or four songs from the Warner catalog that normally do very, very well for Halloween. They're like, and they want the new artists to do like compilations for, you know, songs. And then we, when it's Halloween, we just release, you know, like, and you have tons of versions of, you know, like those, and they were, they gave three options and I was psycho killer, of course, the talking heads, uh werewolves of london uh by warren Zevon and the doors people are strange and i was like i think you know like the one that to me um you know like i was more excited about or like probably worked better for me was that but then the doors is one of my favorite bands i live down the street where they're like a lot of doors history here There are even plaques and you know the streets and all of that mm-hmm. so i was like I said, dude, you better do a good thing. Otherwise, how are you going to be walking every day and looking at, <laughs> like, oh my That's God.
2: kind of ironic, isn't it? Yeah.
1: It's almost like, so then it was super fast because they gave us like 40 days or like it was two months or something to do the whole thing, like from reimagining. so for me, it was like, I, my take on covers is like the original is untouchable always. I mean, it's, you know, that the original has its own history and the whole thing. So there's nothing that you can do. So the only thing that you can do is like kind of like stay true to the vibe or, you know, like the essence of the song, but then transform it. So I was like, okay, so I, there, I was very juxtaposing things. So I was like, okay, this song is kind of fast. So I'm going to make it slower. You know, like I'm not going to try to replicate like even the tempo. And then I was like, okay, they, their chorus is going to be my verse. And then their verse is going to be my chorus. So, like, when the song for them grows and, and goes big, which is what people are strange, I made that the, the verse. So, I was like literally just speaking there. And then when it becomes my chorus is when this, when it goes, when you're then, you know, that's the thing that changed. And then I was like adding, um, uh, I mean, I wanted like a lot of Fender Roads and type of like, uh, Tribute to Ray Mazzaric's, uh, you know, keyboard sounds, uh, and we did that with Jeff Papko, who was the keyboardist for Jimmy Kimmel. So I oh, met nice. him years ago at a club here, like a jam session or like you know, um, and I was like, man, like it just, you know, it's one of my favorite, um, you know, keyboard players, and uh, you know, and for Defender Roads Rhodes is one of my favorite instruments. Is like, you know, it's just so magical. He is, you know, he's a master. Uh, so for years i was like i mean hopefully one day there's an opportunity and then this came along and uh, i mean i reimagined the whole song i did we did the drums in madrid we did the drums remote you know like there was a you know only one song and it was a drummer that i really liked over there that had studio time then i did bass guitars and vocals here and then keyboards with jeff and then we mixed it and mastered and it was in 43 days or something like that like you know, like wow, reimagining the whole thing. But I was concerned because I was like, I want something that I can be proud of, you know, like you know, it's just, and now people tell me like, man, like the song is like, it's, it's almost its own thing. It's like, you can tell that it's a doors cover for the lyrics and all that, but it almost has its own personality. And I was like, that's, you know, that's to me, even if people love us, a cover or don't like a cover, but it, if he can stand on its song a little bit, um that's that's the value to it' Because I mean it's easy to literally take the take any song and then just add tons of you know guitars on it and make it like you know the same song but just with heavy guitars on it and that always sounds great, but it's kind of like overdone t- to my taste I think
2: <laughs> yeah the uh it maintained the haunting vibe, but the tempo thing definitely that that definitely was felt. When you um, went through that change tempo. correct agree were you it's perfect for halloween <laughs> it felt like you <laughs> i felt like you were gonna you had a grand thought there you were just kind of nothing just, grand man when, oh, what yeah. makes you think
0: i have grand thoughts in this head is there's, there's well, nothing you, up here but you whistles kind
2: and of clicks and portrayed and, yourself as the the grand thought guy
0: No, man, there's like, um, sometimes in there I'm whistling or I'm humming tunes. That's about as complex as it gets in there, man. Nothing, nothing too deep or, or, um, you know, when you're strange, people are strange, but yeah, you know, (laughs) there's, uh, it's just so funny how, um, people have become, I don't know. Less strange through the course of this show. I I it's been so cool to like I don't know interact with like so many amazing like musicians like, creative
2: I, minds.
0: Yeah. Truly yeah. creative
2: and unique minds.
0: I mean it's one thing to like listen to your songs and, and enjoy it. It's another thing to like talk to you and pick your brain and and like hear your personality and now see like Ryan was saying earlier, like kind of make those dots connect with the music sure. and the person um and you makes, got the, it makes you it makes people less strange like I, what am i trying to say that's part of energy, like what we
2: you've uh, got go a great energy john yeah yeah, yeah. oh and cool man i, I think yeah. that comes uh, yeah i think talking it, to you and in your music
1: it's uh it's almost like contextualizes everything it's kind of like you know like it, it adds more context to 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 the art or you know uh which is you know it's always cool i mean they're they're their musicians, like you know, especially like the very flamboyant type of you know um, artist or something like that, that you listen to the music for the first time, but especially like more psychedelic type of thing, and then you see the first interview, like you hear them talking, it's like, of course, you know, like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. like, of course, the personality had to be uh, so. It kind of like you know, it's it's cool because it adds that you know extra layer to really see the artist, uh, you know. So,
2: well, thank you for being here. Thank you for sharing all the insights.
1: Well, we, we appreciate it. For, thank you for having me. It means a lot. And, you know, I was like, I was psyched, you know, when, when, when the opportunity came up and, you know, it's, it's honor, man. It's an
2: honor for us. I appreciate <laughs> you. See, uh,
0: it's ours, man. For real. I, uh, I think, uh, I think it, it like, I don't know, man, <laughs> you just, you're, I can't get the words out. I, I was genuinely like stoked to talk to you because I see, cause I did the whole, well, I did a album where I did most everything except the drums. And uh, so I tell you, I just, I would do, I would just wanted to talk to you, man. I just, I love your style. I love the, the, just the imagery, the lyrics, the, the melodies, dude, the guitar work is just clutch as Clutch, I can, it's my show i can cuss right clutch is <laughs> fuck man it's fucking great it's rock and roll bring out the rock god damn it it's fantastic
2: you know what? john guys like us that play rock and roll mm-hmm. we tip our hat to what you're doing for sure
1: Wow. Thank you so much. And I I would love to listen to your stuff too. Uh, Thank you so much. And then I'm, I'm in full writing uh, mode right now. So hopefully in a, you know, less than a year, we have another one and then we can talk about it too. So. uh,
2: Hell yeah, for
1: sure. Actually
0: as part of me transitioning uh, us as we wrap up this conversation, I kind of wanted to know, yeah, what is on the horizon for you? Where can our beautiful listeners find your stuff where can they look to see you performing next perhaps like what's next on the horizon for you?
1: Yeah, sure. So, I mean, for m- music and, you know, like videos and all that, like Instagram or like the, 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 whole social media is the, the, the handle is John DeMana. Um, and you can check out, you know, like both the videos, the, 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 you know, the, Artwork like the music and then I'm also like doing like some special, you know, like behind the scenes uh, And then you know, like playthroughs too. That's if you're like in, into that uh, Right now is mainly shows and writing the next album. So we have a show here next week uh, At Harvard and Stone and then we have the Viper Room to uh, I think is uh, September 2nd I just did one in Spain because I was they're like presenting the, you know, like the the whole album, like almost like a release party. But it was like the super cool theater, like where I grew up, and it was like very, you know, it's you know, kind of special. Like when the, the kid is back in town, so um, that was like <laughs> yeah, that was cool. Uh, and what did then, that you, feel
0: like to be able to do that?
1: uh it was, it was exciting, but at the same time, it was like nerve wracking because you cannot fly your entire band over there. So literally, you oh. you don't have time. So mm. I have very reliable musicians and then i would just send the music and then we rehearsed the songs like three times per song uh like the day before and we just jumped on stage the next day so it was like you know wow. one of those things that when you finish you're like yes you know like but, but you're like very tense all throughout because it's like they maybe they don't know the songs or like the, the sound is not because it even like the moment that you don't hear yourself when it's from fami- uh, material that, you are know, super familiar with that could happen, you know, like to, but that was awesome. Um, and then so shows, I mean, hopefully, you know, like jumping on, you know, like any national type of foreign situation, as, you know, soon and writing nonstop. I mean, I have plenty of material for, I'm debating now whether to do, an EP or an album. I just really need to see the concept and and see what makes
0: it. The answer is yes. Uh, Do both. Yeah. Yeah. That's
1: the, that's the thing to try to see. Uh, It's going to be very exciting (laughs) too. Uh, um, There's one song. I don't know if it's going to make it too. That has a lot of flamenco and Indian tabla type of thing and progressive, Um, you know, trying to. I wanted that. People were like, you know, you from Spain, you should do something like that but it had to be right. I just didn't want to do like a copy paste of flamenco chords over something and be like, Oh, it's exotic. It's cool No, I was like, it has to make sense. And it has to be almost like progressive rock with flamenco and Indian music and all that. But it has to be very, um, you know, emotional. And that was like a roller coaster of like, you know, progressive rock. So, um, and then, you know, like hopefully recording this by the end of the year and then releasing next year. Um, I mean, um, that's, um, it's it's pretty busy but at the same time it's exciting so um that's um you know be on the lookout and then hopefully we'll be sharing soon can't really
2: wait you to get out to la you know yeah if
1: you guys come over um uh, that would be you know super cool like you know for shows or anything that you when you're in town you just let me know
2: we need to <laughs> we actually that's another thing you know michael every time we have one of these conversations it's we want to see you in action you know oh, cool. on stage <laughs> doing your thing so
1: well, I have you now that on the whole thing. So I'll share like anytime that, you know, shows or, or like, you know, on social media or something like that, that will be, you know, sharing with you or posting. And then, and, um, and hopefully like if I make it to um, Arizona soon, uh, which is a plan, um, you know, I'll let cool. you. Yeah.
0: Oh, we'll be there. Awesome. So I, I wonder if, uh, if John, now that we've, we've done this thing we've done the whole we've done the whole conversation thing we've talked about a few different subjects i'm wondering uh, if you've got any uh i wondering if you have any words of wisdom you want to leave with our beautiful listeners any, any takeaways or any, anything that you want to share that's worthwhile
1: well the thing is for me the words of wisdom especially for when it comes to music or the things that we talked about um, I always go to the same one. It's about the song. That's all that matters. Um, it's it's all about servicing the song. It's not about chasing the latest trend. It's not about your ego. It's not about your thing. It's service the song. And what the song needs will tell you, and then that's what you have to provide. So that's been, for me, always the, the thing. Um, so um, hopefully that you know uh, it's something that somebody who's maybe writing or something like that finds uh cool or interesting but that's it's been kind of like my mantra sometimes for Mm -hmm. for that it's all about providing for the song
0: i guess if your uh, writing partner doesn't feel like he should be on the song because you know whatever it doesn't jive with him it's about the song it doesn't have to doesn't have to Uh be ryan there's no has to be right. i think john's right i think i'm gonna i'm gonna change right. my little tune i'm gonna whistle a little differently
2: you know maybe <laughs> maybe you should write what john said down for future <laughs> reference <laughs> <laughs> you know you could just have it maybe you can hang it up on the wall and if you present yeah, it you it think me, I i'll could just do- point I- to it and
0: We could frame it john could sign it and then like Uh,
2: yeah i think so i'll get that
0: and i'll overlay it on top of like his album cover which is badass and then i'll cherish it for the rest of my life
2: so (laughs) or we could just get a picture of him pointing and then have a little like a comic book bubble that says it's all about this song and I'll just point to that
0: not about your ego not about your ego yeah no that's no John very in terms of words of wisdom this one hit this one felt a little directed so I don't know if uh if you're trying to tell me something no I really uh no no no, that's a joke I genuinely appreciate though I genuinely appreciate the the wisdom, man, because uh, it is all about the sound. It is all about the song. It is always about the, it should be anyway, the art, you know, the expression and not all the, sometimes we get, it's easy to get lost in all the rest of it, but it's really all about the the vibrations, man.
1: Hey, yeah, yeah, right. otherwise, if you, otherwise it's the furniture, Don't you know, just don't focus on the furniture. Just, you know, it's just focus on the whole, on, on the main thing.
0: Hmm. Well. Uh, I guess I could bat it back over to you then, Ryan. I'm wondering if you've got any, any words of wisdom you'd care to share with our beautiful listeners.
2: Well, there is one thing. One thing? Let's just be wild and free, baby.
1: <laughs> there you go.
2: I'll, uh, I'll take
0: it. Wait, 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 wait. You mean this? Let's just be wild and free, baby. <laughs> <laughs> stop motion animation with the little skull heads and never mind okay all right all right <laughs> it's still and and uh, also everybody all beautiful listeners and uh all you wonderful people who stick around for the very last moment of audio we love you bye